Hello and thanks for joining us on the Innovative Missional Ministry Podcast. I'm Jeff Heisner with the Michigan District of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And Amy Fanta joins us today from Camp Restore Detroit. Amy, thanks for being here. Let's begin. What is Camp Restore? Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for having us, Jeff. We're so excited to be here and to be talking to everybody. Um, what is Camp Restore Detroit? I think before we begin there, we have to start with the need, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think everybody knows that Detroit has challenges. 60% of our, our children live in poverty. Our education um, is far below the standards of where it's supposed to be. Um, Camp Restore Detroit itself sits within the ninth precinct of on the east side of Detroit. Um, and just in our precinct alone, there's over 283 acres of abandoned and blight-filled land. A lot of people ask what blight is. Blight is when, you know, if you didn't take care of your yard for 10 years, what would it look like, right? So there's places where there's sidewalks and we don't even realize there's sidewalks. There's houses and they're so covered by trees, you can't even tell that there's a house there, right? That's what blight is. Um, and within our community alone, depending on you know what year you want to start counting from, uh, we only have 13 to 25 percent of the population left in our neighborhood. You know, and that's not to say there's nobody there. there. There's people there. There's just not enough people to do everything that needs to be done to bring our neighborhood back to where it needs to be. So you know, we were we were started uh, in partnership with Mount Calvary Lutheran Church and the Michigan District and Camp Restore New Orleans to bring in volunteers from both local and from across the United States. We house them, feed them, and send them out to do work. But the big question is, what work, right? Like, how do you do this? How do you meet this need? And, and when we started, we really didn't feel qualified to answer that question because we don't live there. So we were talking to the neighborhood police officers and we said, hey, we're not sure what to do here. And they said, we, we've got you. And um, they set up a meeting and we had no idea what we were walking into. And this was five years ago now. And we, we didn't know what we were walking into. It was icy, snowy, treacherous driving day. I really kind of expected to walk into nobody being there, right? And um, it was amazing. We walked in and the room was full of community leaders. And, and they asked the same question, right? Like, great, you're going to bring in volunteers. You're going to send them into our community. But what are they going to do? And in that moment, I said a little prayer and I felt incredibly ignorant because I looked up and said, I have no idea. That's what we need you for. And you could have heard a pin drop. And I thought, well, there it is. I blew it. <laughs> We're done. And, um, and instead, the silence was shock because a lot of groups that serve communities come in and say, this is what I think you need. And so this is what I'm going to do for you. And our community was just so excited that we were sitting down and saying, we're gonna listen to what you think needs to happen. So, and um, I, I called Sandra, she's one of our community leaders this morning. I said, well, what do you want people to hear about the Ninth Precinct and what Camp Restore does? And she said, Amy, I want them to hear that Camp Restore is no longer an outsider in our community. Camp Restore is a member of our community and that you are qualified to talk about our community and to be in our community. And we're so thankful that Camp Restore is here. So what do we do? We bring God's love into the community by being the hands and feet of all of the resident-led projects that are going on. And we work to raise the quality of life in the Ninth Precinct. You talk about Detroit's ninth precinct. Give us a better idea where that is. Maybe some <laughs> That's a great question, right? Side of Detroit, correct? 
Yep, it's on the east side of Detroit. Um, it um, goes up, so eight mile city line, city limits, right? And so the north end is eight mile. The south end is 94. To the east, Kelly, and to the west, I think Shaner is approximately those lines. Yeah, and so we actually, to the east, we, we actually go over to Harper Woods, sorry, because Charity Lutheran is actually within our precinct. Okay, pretty good size area. I mean, when you think about that whole section, within that area, there are some different pockets, some that are very well taken care of and some that are not, correct? Yes, absolutely. And really, it's resident driven, right? And so um, Mohegan Regent, when you drive over to Mohican region, it looks entirely different than Maple Ridge, right? And in Mohican region, um, there used to be a lot of police officers and firefighters that lived there. And, and some of those people stayed and they've really, they're comfortable knocking on their neighbor's doors to say, hey, let's go to your yard. You're just coming off an annual auction dinner. How did it go? What, what was the response? Uh, it was a phenomenal event. It, it was really, really amazing. Um, you know, uh, our staff and our community members really wanted that fundraiser to be within our community. It was really important that people come and, and be in our community. And so we had so many people. We had people that drove in from the suburbs, which was absolutely wonderful. We had many members of Mount Calvary there. And we have we had a lot of residents and block clubs. And it was just it was so amazing. We have block clubs that we exist to serve these block clubs. Um, are working on cleaning up their neighborhoods and we send people out to support their projects and to help clean up the blight. Um, a lot of the people working on, on these projects are in their 70s and a lot of times, you know, can't necessarily do the mowing or the raking or the cutting things down. So we send those volunteers out and they came and I know that there's not a lot of money within those block clubs, but they came and supported our fundraiser and actually wrote checks to support Camp Restore Detroit, which was just absolutely amazing. Um, we were pulled aside by a neighborhood police officer and he said, I, I want you to know, I want you to see in this room what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And he said, before Camp Restore was here, neighbors didn't go out and neighbors didn't try to clean up the neighborhood and people weren't working together. And what you've done is you've brought the hope and the promise that people are coming, that they've been seen, that they, they, their dreams can come to fruition. You know, sharing God's love in this way really allows people to know that their dreams can become a reality. And he said, now there's black clubs on every corner. There's nonprofits all over this precinct trying to do this because they know if they create a vision, Camp Restore will provide the people and the resources to make it happen. Christmas is right around the corner. Uh, what does Camp Restore do during the Christmas season? What we end up doing around Christmas time is the crazy tree event. <laughs> so <laughs> um, typically each year, and we're praying that it happens each year, we never really know until the last minute, but right before Christmas, when everybody is always busy and crazy and has you know everything already going on, English Gardens has been phenomenal and will donate any tree to us we can pick up. Um, so usually at the end of the season, they chip all of their trees and they lose all of that stock. Um, but instead, they're able to donate it to Camp Restore in our community. And so basically anything we can take, they will give us. And so the first year was about an $85,000 donation of trees. Um, last year, we think it was closer to $150,000 uh, donation of trees. And so we bring people and trucks and everyone we can amass. <laughs> and we go pick up 
every last tree we have yet to leave a tree behind <laughs> we bring it into our community and then becomes the challenge of how we're going to keep these trees alive um, until they can be planted right and so this is this is quite an endeavor hope this year we're hoping to build a hoop house or greenhouse of some sort to keep these trees alive and water them and keep them warm throughout the winter so that um we can plant even more of them this year. We do a pretty good job, but we lost quite a few of them this year. So we're hoping to save more of them in 22. So I know you've got some huge plans coming up in late July with the Love for Others, We Are the Church event. Why don't you talk a little bit about that, what that is and what you plan on doing? Yes, we are so incredibly excited. We are partnering with um, Patty from Gifts for All God's Children. And together we are bringing an event that just really is designed for all of the churches in Michigan to serve, come and serve our local community, right? Come and serve in Detroit, come as a family, come as an individual. Um, we can take young kids, we can take, I mean, our youngest volunteer has been about six months old. Our oldest volunteer has been 85. So we'll see if anybody breaks those records. Um, and really we're just gonna come in and we're going to serve the community around us. We'll serve some of our our um, Lutheran ministries that are in the area and we'll serve some of our residents in the area and it's going to be a great week. We'll have speakers and a worship band and come together and worship God and share his love throughout the city through our actions and our words. And can people get prepared for it? Um, you want to give the dates out? Yes, please. So um, that's July 23rd through 29th. Okay. Um, you can come and stay on campus and eat all of your meals with us, or you can drive in daily, whatever works for you. Um, all of that information should be on our website here in the next couple weeks, probably uh, about a week after Thanksgiving. All of that will be out and people can start to register. And uh, our goal is to have a minimum of 100 volunteers, hopefully more, participating in that week. Oh, that's really cool. And that's one of the great things about Camp Restore Detroit is if you come in and you want to stay on campus, that can be available, right? Absolutely, absolutely. We have about a hundred beds. Um, we feed all three meals. Our meals are pretty awesome. We have community uh, chefs and cooks that cook the meals for us. And it's just always a great experience. Every Wednesday over the summer, we have community barbecues where our campers, our volunteers, our community members come and eat together. And it's a great evening of fellowship. And we really would love to have people from our local congregations coming to those barbecues as well. Whether you served that day or not, we'd love to have you come meet and greet and get to know people in our community and share God's love in that way too. And I know partnership is huge for you at Camp Restore. How can churches get involved? Oh my goodness, there's so many ways. Um, right now we're kicking off our season of fundraising. So I have to apologize, I'm starting with the money part, but don't <laughs> worry, I'll give you other ways too. Um, right now we're working on raising about $65,000 so that we can break about even at the end of the year. We've, we've had a lot of projects this year. We're opening our children's ministry house um, here in a couple weeks. Uh, we have the Redeemer Cafe, which is for um, adults and families in our community to come in and get vocational skills training, um, Bible studies, all sorts of activities. The basement of that house will be a mini makerspace. The upstairs will be housing. Um, we're bringing in portable classrooms so that we can have ADA accessible dorms. And we're also hoping to utilize one of those to partner with one of our uh, local LCMS ministries. 
we are working on a fitness trail. I, I mean, there, there's so many things going on. Um, but obviously, as we grow, it requires more staff, it requires more funding. So we're really just working on that. So, um, so yeah, we're working on raising the $65,000. And if you were listening, you heard of a lot of things in there, right? Um, our children's ministry house is, is opening, which means we're going to need people to come volunteer to do children's programs, tutoring, um, music classes, STEAM classes, anything you can think of, we can um, work and offer in, in those houses. Um, we're bringing over portable classrooms, and those are going to need a little bit of construction and a little bit of work to get those usable. Um, and we have some indoor painting. We, we always have stuff that people can do. We always have projects on the books, um, whether it's winter or summer. And, you know, that's where we start to rely more on our, our local volunteers and our adults because our high schoolers don't tend to come, hmm. you know, during the school year. So, and also we have a virtual chapel program that has been very well received where we partner with a classroom that is going to give chapel, right? And we, we send videos and we send materials and then we do a virtual Zoom, uh, uh, frequently asked questions back and forth with the kids. Um, and then we help them build out a chapel with everything they learned about Camp Restore. And it's been really awesome. The groups that have done it have eventually shown up on campus because their kids were so excited about Camp Restore. And, and seeing what we're doing. Now, I know you just touched on it. You talked about the houses. Uh, you have had the opportunity to purchase a couple houses. Where are you right now with that? And what are your needs as far as those houses go? What are your plans for them too? Well, God always has different plans than us, Jeff, right? <laughs> so, um, The first house that we're hopefully about to open is the children's ministry house. Um, we're really excited. I mean, that house sat just waiting and and God is good. We were able to finish that mostly um, with a partnership of volunteers, local, far away. Um, AmeriCorps came in and worked on that house. And you know who took it over the finish line was really our community residents, mm -hmm. which was just such an awesome partnership that every, everybody has given into this house. Uh, the problem right now, though, is a missing water box. So we keep going. I, we, we have people searching for this water box and it doesn't seem like it would matter so much, except that it's $15,000 to put a new water box in. So it is not an expense we planned on or wanted to have. So we either need a master plumber to come donate his services or we need about $15,000 to get water to that house. Um, as soon as that happens, we can pretty much finish and open the house. Hmm. So... Yeah, the second house we have um, is, yeah, in that house, by the way, uh, we received a $100,000 grant from Lutheran Women's Missionary League, and we're so thankful for the LWML and all that they've given and the ways they've supported us. So and we, we were so impressed and excited. We took that right to the finish line. That grant covered everything right down of the construction. And then this last minute water box has been it unhappy surprise <laughs> so if anyone knows a plumber or is a yeah. plumber that's listening out there right now please contact amy <laughs> yes camp restore right uh, yes, so, then, yes then that's not the only home though right correct well so actually the children's house we're calling c-tech junior the community technology and education center or children's technology and education center c-tech junior and then the other one is the redeemer c-tech so redeemer community technology and education center because we really want our community to understand this is a place to come and learn and grow and and be in fellowship 
Um, so yeah, the main floor of that house will be a cafe style place for people to come and, and have classes, tutoring classes, resume, building classes, reading classes. Um, we're really excited about a vocational training program that we're just piloting right now. Um, we have a neighbor that has partnered with us the last year. I mean, he's so cool. I call him and I say, oh my gosh, Reggie, I, I don't know what to do about this. And he'll he'll come outside and like show a camper group what to do. And I'll come outside like five hours later and he's still out there just like pulling siding off and working with our campers and praying with them and sharing Bible verses. And, and, and he's sharing God's love with our volunteers, which is just so amazing. But we're sending him to general contractor school this year. Um, and then he's going to partner with Anthony, who is a general contractor who's been working with us in the community. Um, he's Christian. He really wants to mentor the, the youth in our neighborhood. And so then he's going to work with Anthony and um, really shore up his skills so that he can then start his own business. Um, so but classes like that will happen. Anthony is hoping that he and Reggie can then teach the class from the, the Redeemer House. Um, so that's really exciting. Our basement will be a mini maker space. Uh, it will have like 3D printers and cameras and sewing machines and all these different materials that we can train and teach people to be using that they could start their own businesses with. Um, and then the upstairs is a residence that has gone through about three different variations of who exactly will be living with living there. So to be determined. Um, and we have another third house that we're looking at right now. We just had meetings. We're hoping that that home will end up being used as a temporary shelter for victims of violence. So um, we're really excited uh, for that partnership and hope that that comes to fruition. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, Amy, why don't you tell us how people can get in touch with you or get in touch with Camp Restore? Okay, awesome. Um, you can learn more about us on our website, DetroitCampRestore.org. Um, if you Google us, you'll come up with camprestore.org, which is great, but that is focused mostly on incoming volunteers and registering to become a volunteer, whereas DetroitCampRestore.org tells you all about who we are and, and what we're doing. Um, our email address is Detroit at camprestore.org. Um, and that goes to all of our staff, which is really helpful because then everybody can grab it and whoever is appropriate to answer it will answer it. If you want me specifically, it's amy at camprestore.org, amy at camprestore.org. Um, and a phone number, uh, my number is 586-764-2285. Amy, we want to thank you so much for joining us uh, and thank you for all that you do as well. Well, thank you so much for having us, Jeff. We're really excited to be able to get the word out about Camp Restore Detroit and everything that's going on on our campus and in our community. So we hope to see everybody soon. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Have a great week and may God bless your day.